What? College matters. What? College, college matters. matters. Really? For sure. College matters. Alma, Alma matters. matters. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of College News Fit to Digest. Every week, we pick a few news items relating to U.S. colleges and discuss it with our own Shweta Bagade. Alma Matters curates the news daily relating to U.S. colleges and makes it available on almamatters.io forward slash news. We pick a few news items from that curated list and discuss it every week here in these podcasts. Now, without further ado, on with the podcast. So, thought we could do three topics today. Um, <clears throat> first one is about enrollment. I mean, I I understand there's some good news. NPR saying that um, things are looking up. Maybe a few more a percentage, at least, students are enrolling uh, than last year. So, is this just a blip, or are we actually coming? out of that well you know, I, think spot. I i i listened to this i heard it when it came on the other day yeah. um i think there's a couple of things that i took away from this is that you know with such a big thing that happened in 2020 and then kind of carrying over into 21 this is definitely better news like i don't think it's um big dramatic news but it, I think it just shows that we're kind of maybe getting out of the effects of pandemic and maybe getting back to where we were before and then hopefully mm-hmm. you know we start to do things that help make those numbers instead of declining go up and you know a lot of schools and I think because of 2020 pandemic a lot of colleges have kind of revisited how they deal with enrollment, um, mm-hmm. accessibility, things along those lines. And hopefully in the next few years, you'll start to see some of those changes in their processes, admissions, um, whatever they have altered, their marketing, whatever it is, um, yeah. will affect that. I, I think online school is a big one. A lot of schools were already doing online school, but to have yeah. more choices for the non-traditional students or the students who want to go to college, but access is an issue, things like that could be a factor as well. So there's a lot of things in play here. Um, and then we have the other side of it. Like they, they actually commented, I remember listening to this. I thought it was funny that they have more students in community college courses because there's more high school students doing dual enrollment. So mm. in this area in Silicon Valley, this is huge because they want more challenging courses and these dual enrollment courses are the way to do it. So yeah, there's a lot of factors coming to play. I'm curious to see how this plays out in the next couple of years. um, So, you know, obviously the pandemic brought in test optional uh, in a big way. And now it looks like a bunch of colleges are looking for test scores. And so there's a list of these colleges. Um, I mean, good or bad or ugly, it's 
it's the way it is. So that's right. Think? That's right. Um, you know, I think some of these things most students already know, but we can just kind of review it very quickly. So the yeah. public school systems in the three states, Georgia, Florida, and Tennessee, have mandated SAT scores. So if you're applying to any of those schools in those states, like popular ones are um, Georgia Tech, University yeah. of Florida, University of Tennessee. If it's a public school, they're requiring scores. That's mm-hmm. It's just that simple. There's no way around it. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the big one that was huge, which I find fascinating, is actually MIT. Right. When you look at MIT as a data-driven school, I think that's kind of how mm-hmm. maybe they be perceived. I can see that why they would require scores, but yep. they also have an accessibility issue. So mm-hmm. being test optional would have definitely made it a little more accessible for students who don't have the luxury of, let's say, having test prep, for instance, mm-hmm. or you know, finances are an issue to get to a test location or even take a test and waivers are not available. They're in that weird in-between kind of thing. So that was really interesting. Um, Georgetown uh, is another funny one because you will hear them say test optional. If you go to their website, it doesn't say anywhere test optional. So Mm. students I know, they're like, should I send scores? I'm like, Georgetown is looking for them. Yeah. Good or bad, they're looking for them. They're basically expecting them. So you need to send them. And then there's this tiny population of really impressive students. I mean, they're ultra impressive that go into any of our military academies, you mm-hmm. know, Naval Academy, West Point, those things. They all require scores. So mm-hmm. if you have, and students who are doing those programs already kind of know sophomore year in yeah. high school that they want to apply to those. So they need to be on top of getting an SAT score to even have a chance at those acad- ultra, ultra selective academies. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, you know, love it or hate it. This is the way it is. Test optional has its pros and cons as well because it forces students to revisit what to do with their scores. And so it's confusing for a lot of them. It'd be nice if colleges said, if you have this minimum score, send them. Otherwise don't, you know, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I Um, mean, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. No, 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 I was just going to say that even the ones that, I mean, like you said, the test optional ones, it has really, it's uh, every student making a decision whether to send scores or not. And there's this whole, uh, thing they have to go through to kind of figure it out and uh, so yeah I mean I, I you know maybe sometimes it's better to just come out and say I, we need them you know and yeah. that's a little more definitive although you know it brings with it a whole set of issues just a, a little you know reference point for the students and it's really meant for those students who are on the bubble right yeah, they're yeah, like yeah. they have like a 1420 and they don't know if that's a good enough score or like for STEM majors, they have like a 750, but a 600 on their verbal and they don't want to send it, but that 750 says a lot. Yeah. So it, it's a crazy time. I mean, love it or hate it. Test blind makes it easy for students. Test requirement makes it easy for students. The test optional makes it complicated for students. Yeah. So that's true. It's, 
yeah, it's the way it is. There's no perfect solution here for sure. Yeah, going to stay that way for a while now because uh, even though everyone's kind of, um, I think ending this in 2023 or something like that or 2024 max, but I'm sure this is going to come up big time. Yeah, so, and so. I, I, I'll put it out there. If there are juniors who are listening and maybe even some sophomores, this uh, test optional scenario is still very fluid right now. A lot yeah. of the private colleges and some, even some uh, few public schools are continuing to revisit whether they're going to continue test optional or, or not. And so it's going to be really important to pay attention. And unfortunately, their timing is always terrible because they decide like in May yeah. of students junior year, <laughs> and <laughs> they kind of miss a whole year of an opportunity to take the test. So it's a little disheartening, but it's just the reality of their world. So be aware, juniors. So the last topic is, um, since everyone's in the thick of college apps, um, U.S. News had a, an article on the six ways to stand out. Um, maybe we can just quickly review that. Yeah, definitely. So... This is interesting because there's a there. I think for some of these, this is challenging for a lot of students. So yeah. the first one is a diverse list of extracurricular activities. Um, mm -hmm. What they like is showing they do like students who have you know something they're super committed to, whether it's like music or sports or you know theater things like that. Sure. But they do like some of that diversity kind of showing that they're really to you know push the boundaries of their comfort zone uh to quote them stretch their horizon a yeah. little bit so it's it is an interesting perspective because the only way you get diversity is knowing that early on mm -hmm. in high school so this is great this is a great list for um really even for freshmen to kind of start wrapping their head around things like mm -hmm. this uh, mm -hmm. So that's the first one. The second one is challenge yourself. Um, you know, straight A's are great, but straight A's in on-level classes are not necessarily going to get you into some of these schools. Mm -hmm. A's and B's with some honors and AP courses, dual enrollment courses, things along those lines, really show that you're willing to learn a little bit more, challenge yourself a little bit more, and kind of honestly getting yourself ready for college even taking mm -hmm. one or two ap courses shows that you're thinking about college and you're well on your way to preparing yourself mm -hmm. um oh and also the ib program is something that really is a college prep and well regarded in terms of similar to the I ap courses just mm -hmm. a way to challenge yourselves sure. um this one's my favorite <laughs> go beyond the norm in a college essay so yeah. if you pick a topic, my fate, there's two, like there's always the sports one with an injury. Yeah. If you write about it, it better be really, really, you know, outstanding quality yeah. of writing and a great story that you told because a lot of students go through this. So, yeah. and, um, and of course, a lot of students right now are using things that they did go through because of pandemic. Mm -hmm. So if you start to sound like everybody else, you're 
you don't stand out and then yeah. the readers don't connect with you. So a lot of times I tell the students, try to think of something where you learn something about yourself. It could be a moment in your life, but actually shaped you in the kind of person you want to be. Yeah. Or an experience that you had that is really unique, things like that, where the reader is going to be engaged in that story. Mm -hmm. um, then, of course, having good grades is always important, but even showing improvement in your grades is equally important, is telling. So if you had a bad year, let's say sophomore year was bad, right? really go out of your way to try to show an uptick your junior into senior year. Mm -hmm. And students... FYI, if you're doing early action and you get deferred into regular decision, that means they're mm -hmm. looking at fall semester grades or senior year. So mm -hmm. fall grades matter. A lot of students don't think it matters, but it does. Mm -hmm. um, so that's also really important. So that trend. And then uh, demonstrated interest. We all know what that means. Yep. Yep. You, you need to have done your homework. You need to have visited the colleges or at least done the virtual stuff and show that you're really in-depth knowledge of that school. Because saying it's a great school for your major yeah. is not going to help you. Yep. You need to very pull some specific details. Um, this one's interesting. It's This one's a little, I think, might be confusing for stu students because... It says schedule an interview if possible. A lot of schools don't do interviews. So don't be yeah. surprised that this is not a big option at a lot of mm -hmm. schools. Mm -hmm. But if there's an opportunity to do it, go for it. I suggested doing very early in the process before your applications are submitted. Mm -hmm. It's a great way. A lot of these interviews are done by alumni. Yeah. So it's a great way to ask some really pointed questions about the school and potentially incorporate it back into that demonstrated interest for your essays. Yep. Um, and the interviews are a great way to really learn more about this, the universities. And it's a great opportunity for them to get a little bit more information about you. It's yeah. not a swing vote. A lot of students think if I get the interview, that's going to really help me. Um, it can, but it's not the one and only thing that's going to help you. Hi again. Hope you enjoyed this conversation with Shweta Bagade on this week's College News Fit to Digest. For your questions or comments on this podcast, please email podcast at almamatters.io. Thank you all so much for listening to today's podcast. Transcripts for this podcast and previous podcasts are on almamatters.io forward slash podcasts. To stay connected with us, subscribe to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify, or visit anchor.fm forward slash Alma Matters to check us out. Till we meet again, take care and be safe. Thank you. College Matters. Alma, Alma Matters. matters.